0: You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello, welcome back to the Blue Podcast. My name is Dan Rowenson for the second time since Christmas. I'm ill again. Got the same thing as I had the other day. Went away, came back, and I've not been able to go to Villa Park tonight because I've had the temperature and all moan, stuff. moan, 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 moan. Sitting in the cold and yeah, not good for me. So I've been shivering and under a blanket and all sorts my voice sounds terrible. So apologies for that. How are you, Matt? Surely better than I am.
1: I'm all right, mate. Yeah, I've, I've got a um, Friday evening. Villa have kicked off the weekend with a victory and mm-hmm. I've got a got a can of beer on the go. So, yeah, I'm all right. I'm not that's, too bad.
0: Uh, I've got the world's biggest water bottle here. the hell. Two litre. I've been scranning these over the last couple of days trying to get myself better. Well, what makes you feel better is an Aston Villa win, doesn't it? And that's what we're here to talk about for the next half an hour or so. Um, two slightly different perspectives than usual because you were there. I wasn't. Uh, I just spoke to you before we came on about a comment from Gary Neville on commentary and... I saw someone tweeted me about this. I thought the commentary was bizarre from Gary Neville and Seb something. Very, like, just jokey and throw away comments about nothing. Like, oh, he's got some pitch markings on his face. And they're like, laughing like little kids and stuff. Like, it's just very pro-leads. I've just seen the clip back of the Martinez save, which we'll talk about in a sec. And it's like, well, class save from the goalkeeper. But the leads move. Oh, it's so good. The ball in. It's like, all right, just calm down a bit. The save is the highlight there, not what the leads move. So I thought the commentary was weird, but the comment that Gary Neville said at the end was that it was the best atmosphere he'd seen at Villa Park this season. Now, I don't know whether that came across on TV to me, so I asked you, what did you think? So can you share the same answer for the people watching? I was
1: trying to think. It, was,
0: it wasn't it was the worst.
1: I don't think yeah. it was the best. I, said, I thought the Leeds fans always come and have a little bit of a sing-song anyway. Um, it built, built to a... Climax as Villa went to win the game you know what I mean it was yeah, uh, yeah I thought I, I don't think it was bad but I don't I, I, I don't know what I don't know how many times Gary Neville's been to Villa Park <laughs> this yeah I thought that
0: yeah
1: um, to be fair to Gary Neville. He tends to always say nice things about. The yeah, uh, probably because so, uh. won there mostly. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, I've seen, I've seen him say a few times about right? it's one of his favorite, you know, favorite football grounds apart from Old Trafford, obviously. And like you said, I think part of the reason is one, it's history and blah blah. But Man United won there all the time as well. Um, let's do as we always do. Go back to team news announcement first. Jack and Ramsey's back in there. Moreno's on the bench. um Say the rest of it's pretty much as you'd expect. Ashley Young playing at right back because no cash. Um, what did you make of the lineup? Is that the kind of is that our best team at the moment? Do you think still persisting with Bailey and Brendia?
1: Before the game, I'd have probably said no,
0: hmm. yeah,
1: <laughs> but you know, I think, um, I think Ramsey being back was a big boost. I still think you know, I don't think it was the best game that he's ever had. I think there's a, there's a lot more to come from him, um, hmm. and you know. Ashley Young switching, uh, you know, uh, Ashley Young at, at right back. He's brilliant, isn't he? Mm. You know, I, be, I'm I'll just be, amazed. I just, he, he never, you know, each, every week he gets another week older, but <laughs> he's still as fit, he's still as quick, he's still yeah. as street wise, you know. I think he's, I think he's a really, really, you know, I say really special player. He's obviously gone and achieved a lot in his career, but <laughs> to still be doing it at that level. Um, when we thought he was probably going to be a bit part player and perhaps yeah. kind of pave his way into a coaching role at Villa, I think he's. I think he's been in, in
0: Villa's top three most consistent players so so far this season. Agreed. Yeah, there was a moment like a going back to the commentary. They were raving about Ashley Young throughout that the game, and then it got to like 65, 70 minutes, and Leeds. For, uh, Winger that he was against, I've forgotten right. his name, no, no, Noppo or something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um Now, like, oh, Ashley Young starting to show his age now. And it's like, oh, don't, again, I don't agree with that. I thought oh, he was out. I mean, He's
1: a good player, to be honest. You yeah. Know. yeah but, but, but I still but thought was Ashley exactly Young had his, his number for the most,
0: most part. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was slightly skeptical when we saw Ashley Young from the off, thinking, you know, his age and, and whatnot. And then when he re signed up for the following year, I, I kind of thought, well, yeah, he might only play five or six games and he might be a good head around the coach and a good, um, kind of good example in the dressing room but surely he won't play that much so for him to go from well I say that like for him to go to from that to what he's doing he didn't go from that It's my expectations of him was that he might yeah. not play so much for him to be playing pretty much every week at left back or right back uh, he has played slightly further forward as well at some stages but to be so consistent at his age and yeah, you could look at it. if if you didn't know anything about football and you were watching that game as a you know a my missus watching it next to me and they said how old do you think Ashley Young is that you you'd guess 25, 26, 27. no one says thirty seven because he doesn't look like a player of that age and and that's testament to his own fitness and his own kind of mental. His uh, own skincare routine as well, I think. Oh, what sorry? His own skincare routine. Yeah, he looks great, doesn't he? Good head of hair still as well. I know he shaves it, but he's got a good good set of hair. Yeah, fair play, Ashley Young. I saw somebody on Twitter saying about Ronaldo going off at 36 or 37 or whatever he is to to find money elsewhere. And you've got somebody like Ashley Young, this consummate pro going off to Italy, winning the trophy there, coming back to England at his age and playing consistently week in, week out. Yeah, very good. And there's no reason not to extend his contract again if that's a possibility that Emery wants, which, whilst he's playing, seems like a no-brainer, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and younger than Gabriel Bronco.
0: Yeah, crossed. Yeah, oh, you're always surprised. got to be a horse, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, talk to me about Bubakar Kamara. How good is that boy?
1: Lee well, was the other one I was going to rave about. To be honest, I thought you know, and it was a really strange game tonight because I think we, I don't know whether it's a kind of smash and grab. I don't think Leeds were that brilliant, but I thought we just we panicked at times as if we were playing. You know, we at, at times. Uh, we're 1-0 up, and even with 10 or 15 minutes left of the first half, we panicked as if we were in the last minute of a game mm. against some kind of world beaters. Um, yeah. So I don't think we did ourselves any favours, with the exception of Kamara, who I yeah. think just exudes calm and control. Um, I think he's a hell of a footballer, and mm. I think that's the level that we've got to recruit at. That's the level that all of our existing players have got to strive to reach. Um I think he's just... Yeah, I think he's... I think it's a fantastic bit of business and he's just... He looks... He looks so comfortable and, you know, I'm probably... You know, we'll jump about a little bit on this podcast as we usually do. Mm-hmm. every Konza annoyed me a lot today because I think that, you know, it's a bit harsh because we won the game and he didn't really do anything wrong defensively uh, other than passing the ball across his own goal golf mouth at one stage, which believe with my heart in my, in my, in my mouth. <laughs> but... <laughs> If, if Emery wants us to play out from the back and play methodical football, build it up from through your, your defense, Concert's got to move the ball quicker for me. Hmm. He looks one way, he looks the other way, he turns back inside two or three times. And I'm not sure why he's doing it when he's got probably the two, two, mid, two central midfielders who are probably more comfortable on the ball in tight areas than we've had before, certainly more confident. Com- more confidence on the ball in those areas than Dendonka. Yeah. Uh, and we've got two fullbacks who Ashley Young will have the ball in tight spaces because he's played at a very high level all the time. And we've got, we've got our new guy Marino who's um used to playing that way and look, look, look comfortable. So mm. I just think like I said, I'm not digging out Esri Conza. I'm just thinking if you've got no other ball, Probably give it to Kamara because <laughs> yeah. he will he will make the right choices and he will look after it basically. Uh, mm. But in answer to your question, yeah, I think um, I think he's I think he's brilliant. I think he's a really gifted footballer.
0: Yeah, and his he's part played in the first goal as well. You, know, you love an early goal, don't you? When you're at Villa Park, it kind of sets the tone in, in the right way, helps the atmosphere and stuff like that. Um, again, maybe something that people don't expect in in Kamara's game to be able to burst forward and run with the ball and, and find the pass as well. To be fair, well, we, everybody,
1: everybody, including me, was looking at the pass to Luca Dean out on the left. Mm. And yeah. he'd already got his mark. So we, we've just highlighted two two players who I think were, were probably amongst, probably Villa's best two players tonight in in Young and, and Kamara. And the parts mm. that they played, you know, if De Bruyne plays that ball that yeah. Young's played, then we, we hear about it. We hear people raving about it for weeks. You know, actually Young's picked out that pass. Yeah, it's such and a good ball. And then Kamara has has used used Luca Dean as a brilliant decoy. And fair play mm-hmm. to Leon Bailey as well. I was I was in two minds whether he whether he should have started today. I don't know who the alternative would have been. Yeah. Um, but he did, and he still frustrates the hell out of us. Mm-hmm. But he's had major contributions in both goals tonight, yeah. and his pace has given Villa that kind of outlet ball at times where they're inviting pressure on themselves. And he's you know, sometimes he's invited pressure on us by beating one, trying to beat one to man too many and losing possession. But considering, you know, the head in the hands after the miss against Wolves and just generally, I thought he was poor um, against Stevenage as were many. So mm. to come back and, and and have the composure to stick that one in the, in the far left corner, three minutes into the game when he was still probably feeling a bit cold and not, not really had much of the ball in the game. I thought it was quality. Um, yeah. It's
0: a great finish. Um, yeah, there's a lot of um, Jamaican flag emojis in the comments tonight. There must be a lot of um, Leon Bailey fans watching. Again, like you just said, frustrates the hell out of us. But you've said many times before on the podcast that that's what a winger is for the for the, for the most part, very kind of flaky. Will play well one game and play poorly for for a couple and coming in and out of games. Yeah, you do wonder if Bailey's not playing at the moment. Obviously, still early on in the well, say early on in the transfer window, halfway through the transfer window. If Bailey isn't to play and Brendy is already starting anyway. What is the alternative? Watkins just... playing out wide and Ings up front potentially. I'm just
1: sorry I got to, just, just, I'm just reading the comment um, from Wolowski. Bad take on Konza. Um, he's right. The little, the little, the little lifted ball, the little scoop ball that he played mm. was was first class. I'm, I don't think it was coward, I don't think it was cowardice. I don't think I'm accusing him of that. I'm accusing him of of indecision a little bit really. Yeah. I think I think he can play brave passes, but I think he probably just needs to move it a little bit quicker because losing that, you know, if you are playing from the back, as soon as that first, as soon as it then goes back to your goalkeeper, and that's part of moving the ball around the back, but as soon as it does that, if you've got a team playing a high press, they push you back again, and that's where you get panicked. Whereas if he's <laughs> moving that ball, in my opinion, if he's moving that ball quickly, we can get out faster because we've got people who can move it to who are confident in carrying it forward or moving it on. So I'm not, yeah. I'm not accusing him of being, I'm not accusing him of being a coward. I'm just accusing him of a little bit of indecision. I think. Do but you think? Con- it's a minor, it's a minor footnote because we won the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. We don't need to be too moaning because let's enjoy a win for a change. Um, do you think con and Mings are the? long-term centre-back pairing? Obviously, Diego Carlos is coming back in a couple of months, I think I saw somewhere recently. Um, We've been linked with centre-halves at at stages in the summer, and I think in this window as well. What's the future like for Mings and Konza? Because at one stage, we're talking about Consa being like this 60 million defender that will end up at Liverpool or something, whereas now I'm not quite sure that is his level at all. It's the same thing
1: we always refer back to, isn't it? That you've got to, you've you've always got to look to improve. So I think Conzer or Mings probably next season becomes one of your probably your first first choice reserve mm. centre back potentially, and it's up to those which one wants to seize it. I still think that that, that Mings is the more decisive defender
0: um, yeah. in terms of those little slip on the halfway line wasn't great. I mean, right. I don't,
1: I don't think you know, I don't think you need to go. Do cross turns on the halfway line when you've got leads? If nothing else, get about you and, and and try and close the space. So I think that was that was crying out to be, uh, you know, the for the anti-Mings brigade to kind of clip that one up and add that to the mm. to the show reel. But um, uh, yeah, listen, don't, don't want don't want to be. I don't think we gave too much away defensively, to be honest. <laughs> but you're asking more of your centre now. You're asking them to start moves, yeah. ball players and. If that's what we need to do, I think we probably are going to have to upgrade gradually in that position. Um But yeah, I thought, like I said, I'm just saying, did did we did we concede too much defensively? I suppose there was the the Martinez. I mean, I still can't. I've not seen that save back. Was it as good? It, yeah. I don't know where he wasn't in the frame. I, I mean, he, I thought it was. Listen, I thought it was a good move. I thought, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised that more players don't cross the volley when the ball comes to the back post. Mm. I'm surprised that more people don't volley crosses across rather than taking an extra touch and turn back inside. And so I mm. thought it was a good move. But in my in my mind's eye, when I was looking at that, I didn't even see Martinez in the frame. I saw yeah. an open goal and a close was he six yards out, eight yards out.
0: About that, yeah, I think again, I've watched it live on TV. I've not seen it back since you know, in the last hour or, or whatever hour and a half. It, I'm pretty sure Martinez is like past the middle of the goal and to kind of like backpedal back to the other side. And it, he, I think he puts both hands out and it hits him in the chest, maybe or the shoulder. He doesn't get. I don't think he got hands on it, but right, you know, in the right place at the right time. Um, just before that as well, I know you just mentioned then about like whipping balls in. There was the one earlier on, which is a minor thing now, given we've won as the one that Bailey put across for Watkins. Do you remember that? Yeah. I, again, I, I thought on the commentary, they were kind of slating Watkins for that, saying that he, he didn't make enough of a progressive move forwards. But I thought Leon Bailey overhit the cross.
1: I thought the way Bailey had played it, it looked like he was being quite precise with it. Um, mm. so he No, no. He, so he, he looked, that's the way he was shaping up. I don't think it was a good ball. I think it was I a think, bit of both. I think, I think Watkins is expecting that in a slightly different area. Yeah. Otherwise, I think he'd have been a little bit more alive to it. Um, but yeah, listen, we we splitting hairs <laughs> a little bit, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm just I'm just so relieved that we emerged with a with a three points. Somebody, my, my nephew, was saying on the way back to the car that I don't know what form table he was looking at, but he reckons Villa in the in the second in the form table since Emery yeah. took over. So six games, that. six games, four wins. draw and a defeat is that right
0: yeah goals scored 11 goals conceded 7 13 points Uh, Arsenal would be top with 16 Man United 15 Newcastle 14 then Villa 13 identical record with Man City have also got 13 plus 4 uh, there's another one that I've seen. I know we've played a game more than these sides because we've played tonight, but most points in the Premier League since Emery's first game, 13 for Villa, 13 for Arsenal, 12 Man United, 12 Fulham, 12 Liverpool. But Like I said, all those four have still got to play. Um, but yeah, some some turnaround, isn't it? I think it's something like Emery's got more points in his first six games than Gerrard got in his and he played 13 games or something like that, which, yeah, we've talked plenty yeah, about just even Gerrard's failings.
1: You know, like say, so if we're splitting airs about whether Bailey should have taken a little bit off, off off his cross, or Watkins should have gambled a bit earlier, or you know, concert should be moving the ball quicker. These, you know, nice problems to have, isn't it? It's nice. Mm. It's nice us doing this rather than picking, picking in why the fourth goal went in our net or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I was, it was one of those ones where, you know, Leeds come down there with the worst away record or the joint worst away record in the Premier League. And, you know, we know the the, the age old saying, you know, Villa playing out of form teams back into form. So it could have been a banana skin. But I thought that that we did enough. You know, that's obvious because we won the game. We did enough. And I think Emery will be annoyed that we're still not really exerting control Mm. for long periods of the game. And we're relying on on breakaways and stuff like that, which still wins you the game. So we'll still be pleased with that. But I think he wants us to 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 add more control of that football. Um, yeah. but it'll
0: come, I'm sure. Well, let's talk about the couple of injuries then. Dean going off pretty early on with some kind of shoulder injury. He fell on it, so I don't know whether he dislocated it or whether he's. You know, Paul damaged the muscle or something, but he went off, kind of holding his arm up, didn't he? So, yeah, you know, not a nice, not a nice one. At all that didn't look, and I think he took a knee to the face as well at the same time.
1: How did that? Because I saw him again; he was giving a ball tight, I think, on the touchline and crowded up by a couple of
0: players. And yeah. did he just fall awkwardly, or was it a contact? Yeah, thing they they, all, they came together. Um, whoever the Leeds player was, kind of had a bit of a knee in his in his face as he went down. As he fell, he, he fell like. Weird for me to do upside down, but like his arm was like hit the ground first and must have yeah. jolted his shoulder, kind of out of position. I would guess um, so he looked so in what's... some
1: pain. He looked like a good yeah. he was going to the way his arm when he walked down the touchline. It was like that, and um, you know it's 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 weird, isn't it? So we we're, we're blessed and lucky in a way that we'd signed a good quality <laughs> yeah. left back just in time. But Emery's not signing for that reason. He's he, you know <laughs> he's he's signing, so we've got two good, solid, good you know, yeah, good left backs to challenge each other, and then it's sod's it's law that one of them, you know, have they said a uh, post match? I've not seen anything.
0: On? I've not seen anything personally. No, uh, they might have. I imagine he might have done a scan or something possibly. Um, yeah, so Moreno comes on. You know, maybe he wasn't due to come on at all tonight. He was just nice to have him in the squad, or he might have come on for the last fifteen minutes or something. I don't think he would have been expecting to have signed on Wednesday and then be coming on ten minutes here after Dean goes off injured. Thought he took a little bit of time to, to get going, whether it's just a <clears throat> chemistry thing with his new teammates, a, a communication thing possibly. I, I'm not sure, he looked a little bit rusty, I suppose is the word, acclimatizing into the Premier League, into his new side. But after that, I actually thought he was pretty, quite pretty, quite good. I thought he went forward uh, more than I expected him to. I know I've seen some bits from Ash about his you know, forward forward thinking left back and could play left wing and all these kind of things, but I still thought his first game, especially coming on in the circumstances that he might sit in a little bit and try and play it safe for me, a little bit steady and a little bit careful. But he looks he looks a great addition. And for 12-odd million, if he's coming on and playing like that after being here for a couple of days, it does make you think, you know, what What more can Emery do with this side once he gets another two, three, four players in there? Do we know how much he's trained? With the... I, think he, I think he trained once Thursday. Yeah, so and maybe some bit... today.
1: Bit of a baptism of fire, really, and like you say, I thought he took a little while to to adjust. I think possibly the the physical side and the and, and the pace of it to start with. Um, but he looks, yeah, he looks he looks comfortable. He looks, you know, again, if we're playing out from the back and you're going to get the ball fizzed into you quickly in tight areas he he looks confident to receive it in those areas and mm. you know there were there were times when he, he did look to get forward and you know, had a chance to score didn't he which I don't know yeah. again I've not seen a replay back I don't know whether there was a better option on whether he could have squared it but he you know why don't you try and have a <laughs> try and yeah. have a dig on your, on your debut so I thought it was I thought it was encouraging um but you know listen I'm I'm, I'm not I hope he goes on to be a brilliant player for us. I thought Luca Dean's day <laughs> was yeah, encouraging yeah, and he's you know and he, he, I hope there's a competition there. I hope yeah. there's a I hope there's a there's a battle there. Um to be honest, because you know, it's we've probably fallen into the trap of you know, probably because of the last ten years of, of where we've been that we can't we you know, we're Aston Villa we're a club that that's got used to fighting relegation or battling for mid-table that mm-hmm. If that players if that player's been signed is an automatic starter or whatever, why mm. can't we have competition for places in positions? Why can't we have two really good options at least in all in all of our positions? Yeah. Uh, and that's what we've got to strive towards, to be honest, because that that will make make our first team stronger and mean that the players that we've got to step up when the injuries and suspensions can actually
0: come in and do a job.
1: Um, yeah. I thought he. I thought he was good. I thought you the know, clearance.
0: The clearance is the thing we've not spoken about. I tweeted it because obviously I've been at home and it was reminding me of the Ashley Young header off the line against Spurs. It was in the in the end of the first half, and I thought that could be the I mean, obviously the Martinez came a couple of minutes after as well. But that Moreno off that off the line block or clearance, whatever, might be the moment that kind of sees us over the line and, and galvanizes us and makes us think right, okay, we need to pull our fingers out and, and see this game out. Um, yeah, good awareness, gets around Martinez, right place, right time. And then the Martinez cave comes just after that as well. And you're thinking, right, well, we're very lucky and fortunate to be going into half-time at 1-0. But if you can take points and win games, not playing great and being in second gear, I don't care, do you? No,
1: I don't. I want to
0: win? Uh, I think... um
1: I don't think they were turning points. I think they 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 kept the they protected our lead and, and stopped from scoring. I don't think they were they were the moments that sparked us into life. I thought we were still a little mm, bit yeah. kind of, but it could have been.
0: Ball. Is what I was thinking. And stuff.
1: But in terms of um, protecting our, our lead, they were they were really important. Um, yeah, it was one of those ones today where it was just, you know, we've got we've scored two goals. I thought the second goal came not against the runner play because I don't think there was a runner play particularly. Mm. The second goal was like, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> Where did that come from? We'll, we'll take that. And then it was like, very Villa. You know, when did when did Leeds score? 80? 80 yeah, one? something like that, yeah. And then I was like, 10 oh, minutes hard. left. I mean, it had to be Bamford, didn't it? I
0: thought. Yeah. First goal of the season, was it, I think? I don't
1: know. And he, I thought, they're going to get one here. They're going to get an equaliser here. But yeah. just about got over the line. I mean, tons of injury time again. I mean, I can understand first half with us losing Luke Dean and then losing Ollie Watkins I think he put yeah. seven up. went up for seven and he played about nine mm-hmm. and then second half I know there were plenty of subs but that six maybe it's because we were winning the game and I thought we were going to throw it away but that six seemed quite a lot to me
0: We're time wasted though there's a lot again a lot of discussion about and you and me have spoken about this before about the time wasting the um, like dark arts or whatever you want to call it and, and you know doing the things that delay the game again none of that bothers me for winning games I thought the if, booking but, tomorrow was, was harsh. I thought yeah. if you're going to book somebody for time-wasting there,
1: you probably book the nine Villa players, nine <laughs> other the Villa players who aren't moving into space to give them a, give them <laughs> yeah. a
0: pass. It's, than just, booking it's one of those tomorrow. things. I don't though.
1: think he was time-wasting there. I think he was actually thinking somebody give me an option for this free kick. Yeah.
0: But six months ago, we're not that wise to see games out and we do concede the, the equaliser to leads, or, or they get a winner last minute. So if us being a little bit streetwise gets us three points and 13 from 18, all, I'm all for it. I'm absolutely all for it. Yeah. Um, you know,
1: you get the golden glove for the most clean sheets. I think you should get some kind of award for the most yellow cards for time-wasting as a goalkeeper okay. as well because he is the absolute master of it, isn't he? Yeah.
0: Like the um, golden hourglass or something.
1: Yeah, and I think um, even after he'd been booked, there was a free kick very late on in injury time, and he was just behind the goal, just drinking it out of his water bottle, and it was almost like it was almost like that kind of distracted kid at school yeah. who the teacher has to come, come on, come on, come back in now. Break time's over. But <laughs> like, Martinez forces referees to do that with him. He's like, come on, come on. Um, but yeah, so he's yeah, he's he's, he's brilliant at it. He. he, he I don't know, don't want to turn it into, into a, a anti Robin Olsen thing, but my my nephew said on the way back that he thinks our best player and our worst player are both goalkeepers. <laughs> <both> goal- <laughs> yeah. It's the difference, you know. He never gets flustered in yeah. playing the ball, you know, he's he's a decent ball player. Um he can he can play that side of the game, he's shot stopping, his agility is 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 amazing, really.
0: Um, yeah, you like till you see that save back. I, 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 yeah, yeah I'm going to enjoy watching that.
1: I'm hoping my son's left me a, a slice of pizza. So I'm going to have a slice <laughs> of pizza, another can of of Brewdog and enjoy watching Martinez in a minute.
0: Um, what was the Wendier goal like in the stadium with the VAR? Did you know what was going on? Did you think it was offside? Or um,
1: well, they'd had one themselves, hadn't they, first half, yeah. lead. Um I mean, did you tell me, you saw the lines being drawn, were they...?
0: The, I mean, were, they good, yes. were they
1: right decisions were well, the right decisions they went Villa's way but were they Were they?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean technically they are offside but it's one of those where you just think the lines are basically next to each other if if that's going against you you think oh that's harsh but if that's the rule that's the rule yeah. the Villa one he was not I wouldn't say clearly onside but he was you know he clearly wasn't offside there was Brandy was more onside than the Leeds player was offside if you know what I mean I think <laughs> I can't, kind of, I can't, yeah um, um
1: it was just one of those ones where you thought, you know, Bailey's, Bailey's done well again. You know, we, we yeah. lots of times when he he goes down cul-de-sacs and turns Max too many touches and makes too many turns. But you think he's beat his man, he's got his shot away. Uh, and Wendy is nice and lively and, and, and heads it in. Has Wendy over the last couple of seasons, scored more headed goals for us than anybody else?
0: Yeah, he's, he's pretty good in the air, isn't he? I'm just imagining that. No, he, he does score a couple of headers. We did something the other day, well, we we'll say the other day, the last time he scored, that his goal was a match winner. and Something like the four of his last five goals have been the decisive goal for Villa. And then obviously today's is, is, is the match winner as well. So, influential goals when he scores as well. They're not just consolation prizes. He's he's winning us games with his goals, which is, you know, in the first half, I'm thinking, God, we need more from he's, he's He's a passenger in this first half, but... Ultimately, he's busy and his work rate's good, as we know. And he goes on to win the the uh, win the game with his goal. Just a couple of comments. People who have obviously joined late. Someone says, Andrew, why are you not talking about Kamara? We did the Kamara um, you know, waxing the club about Kamara about fifteen minutes ago, so we, we have spoken about him. Um, he's brilliant. Yeah, so um, good. I mean, would you say how how like where would you rank his signing in terms of like best players? Best since I think Martinez is probably the other one, but before that.
1: It was a, a bargain, decade, wasn't, wasn't it? I, other than the fortune in wages, but he's he's earning it. Um, what in terms of signings in the like, Premier League, yeah, like, how, been yeah
0: back like last what? twenty years or whatever, like how you know how big a signing is that? Because apart from obviously Haaland absolutely ripping up for Man City, if you can't take him away, obviously it kind of depends on what Villa do for the rest of the season. If they do push up into the top half and towards Europe, you have got to be looking at someone like Kamara as like a Premier League player of the you know, the. Like a signing of the year for for the league as a whole, not just for Villa. Um,
1: yeah, whether do does the rest of the world noticed him yet?
0: Because when they do,
1: that's, well, that's when we got our struggle.
0: Yeah, hopefully not. Um, yeah, I saw a tweet from somebody before saying if Man City are watching, he's he's rubbish. Don't 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 care about Kamara. He's, he's no good. He's no good. Um, I think yeah, he's. I think good.
1: he's. A, I think he's a top four midfielder. Um, yeah, hundred percent. So
0: and t- Martinez is a top four goalkeeper, and that's a problem if, if Villa don't become a top four club. Oh, trophy yeah, well,
1: club. The only way we'd become anything like that is by raising the standards within the dressing room, or yeah, our recruitment just being spot on. Yeah, Which, you- either, either both things are a massive challenge, aren't they? So, I think we, you know, I don't want to start really touting our players around elsewhere, but we've just got to enjoy enjoy these players while we've got them. To be honest, and hope that we can match their ambitions.
0: Have um, you um, forgiven the Stevenage defeat now? Are You over it?
1: I'm not over that that um corner. Still yet. Yeah. I'm just i yeah. still yeah. Oh I'll I'll I will get over that. The day that we lift <laughs> the FA Cup, I will I will get over that. <laughs> um but yeah, it was nice to be back at Villa Park because um where was the last time we won at Villa Park before tonight? Was it? Uh,
0: I can Don't find out because I'm on the, I'm on the Villa website looking at um
1: was it his first game?
0: At... Yeah. Yeah that's mad isn't it 6th of November was the last time we won at Villa Park obviously there's a bigger gap because of the World Cup but yeah, yeah that's ridiculous isn't it we won at home against Brentford before uh, when Danks was there won against Man United beat Brighton away um, beat Chelsea at, well we were technically as a home side but it was a friendly in Abu Dhabi or wherever it was lost to Liverpool drew with Wolves one tonight yeah that's mad isn't it 6th of November the last time we won a-
1: were we technically the home side in Abu Dhabi
0: well, on the Villa website, we're listed as the home first. side, yeah. Yeah, they put us first, whether that means anything or not. Um, in terms of the fixtures coming up then to round off the the show, Southampton, Leicester, Man City, Arsenal, Everton are the next five. That sees us to the end of February, which is a long way to go yet. We've still got two weeks of the transfer window as well. If we just go for the next two, um, Southampton and Leicester, Southampton away next Saturday, 21st, and Leicester City, Two Saturdays after that yeah the 4th of February because there's a gap for the FA Cup weekend which obviously we're not in so what's the you know, we're talking about Emery getting 13 points from 18 what are we looking at for the next stage is it 17 points from 23 or whatever it is is he, is he going to win both
1: so uh, how many games You you talking at the next 5 games
0: talking about the next 5 so Southampton Leicester Man City Arsenal Everton so 2 of those are at home Arsenal and Leicester
1: I don't know, you'd probably take, would you take eight? Seven. I don't know, seven or eight?
0: I think, you. well, you'd like to beat Southampton because they're bottom of the league, but it is at their place and they've just beat Man City in the cup. You'd want to beat Leicester because it's your home game. So put that down for, say, four out of those, winning a draw in whatever order they come. Man City and Arsenal, I don't like to say just write them off, but obviously anything can happen, but kind of write them off. And then you'd want to beat Everton as well because they, they look like Villa from... 2016. They look like they could be in trouble. So seven points from 15 is okay. I think we're 25 points now, aren't we, at the halfway point? 19 games, 25 points. So if we were to do the same again, we're on course for a 50-point season. And I'd like to think we'd be better in the second half than we were in the first bit of Gerard's time as well. So can we get more than 55 points? Our record from the last couple of years ago, maybe.
1: We can, I think. You know,
0: it's on those again. Isn't it? Where are we in the table now? Well, I put that we moved up to eleventh, and someone said that we were eleventh already, which annoys me. I don't like it when you win and you don't move up the table. So we're eleventh. We've got the same points as Chelsea, who are tenth. I've got twenty five points. Listen, if of- we're
1: being greedy, we'd we'd like to we'd like to think. I mean, lots of them were like this. We'd like to think that we can beat Leicester, we can beat Southampton, and we can beat Everton. Yeah. That's nine. And then you try and get a point. We've we got a point out of Man City at home, and last season we took a 2 0 lead against them. And uh, Arsenal have been, you know, Arsenal have, have kind of had the better of us, but they've had the better of most teams, most yeah. teams lately like, yeah, anyway. So nine points would be, I think, nine points would would probably be north of what I'd expect we can get if mm. we finish. If we got seven from those five, you know. I wouldn't think that's a disaster, and yeah. the right that has been accumulating points anyway. I still think there's a lot more from this from this yeah, team. Yeah, hundred
0: percent, hundred
1: percent. I think that if if they can, like I say, if they can exert that that control and not just rely on these little mini moments, but actually kind of build up periods of pressure against teams, mm. uh, I think we can we can start to dominate football matches. But I still think it's a little bit, probably a little bit, it's a bit disjointed for me, and I've got much lower standards than than Unai Emery, so he must think it. <laughs> It's it's very disjointed as well, um, but yeah, you know what? What's the highest we've finished since we got back in the prem? Eleventh, eleventh,
0: yeah, that was the fifty five point season I think. Greatest yeah. last year. So if you can, That's, I mean, if you got, if you got fifty five points again, you'd probably finish higher than eleventh because that was a bit of a freak season. But just you look at the table and see. Obviously, Newcastle have gone a little bit ahead. You look at like somebody like Fulham. We're in sixth on thirty-one points and think, oh what a great season they're having, but now we're only six points behind them, which doesn't sound terrible. It makes us sound better than you than you think we've done. So, you know, if we continue kind of chipping away and getting ten points from every eighteen or something like that as an average for the next next nineteen games.
1: Same points as same points as Chelsea now. You know. Yeah.
0: Well that says more about them than us.
1: No, I know it does, but like, you
0: know, and it
1: shows what a what a poor judge of judge of character I am. But I was raving about um Graham Potter when they came came to Villa Park and 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 beat us earlier in the season, and you know we're at a point behind Brentford, and that, that, that would sound silly to anybody in the last twenty years, but <laughs> now this season when Brentford have been, you know, hailed as one of the the kind of surprise packages of the the Premier League, mm-hmm. so there's a lot up for grabs and. I think that I think that the fact that we're able to pick up—I mean, it's mad that we have not won at home since since um, since Man United. But the fact that we've we've picked up—so what's that? Four so from eighteen points. What do you say we've got? We've got 13. thirteen. from eighteen. I don't think we've played. I thought we played exceptionally well against Manchester United uh, in in the league. Mm. I thought yeah. we did a really good job. That the. the the away wins at Brighton and at at Spurs were very very good <laughs> away performances, and tonight was scrappy but we we did enough. I still think outside of Man, U- the Man United game, we're probably looking at kind of seven seven and eight out of ten performances when we've won. Mm. I think if Villa start if Villa conjure up a couple of nine out of ten performances, I think. Beating eleventh place and eclipsing fifty five points is well within our grasp.
0: Mm, yeah, or,
1: will we do that, or are we a team that are of our level at the moment?
0: Mm. Well, we're ten points off relegation and ten points off the top four. We're slap bang in the middle between the two um, Which ends is about of the league. Of me. It's kind yeah. of where we're at. I mean, if we'd have beat Wolves, we'd be on twenty seven now. That like Leon Bailey miss that would have put us up to eighth, um, well, ninth. But yeah, it's fine margins, isn't it? There's games where we should have won. There's games that we probably could have lost. Like, tonight. We could quite easily uh, that game finish as a draw tonight. Chances of lead out in the first half. Um, but yeah, I think if you beat Southampton and draw to Leicester or something like that, and you get four four points out of the next two, and you can nick something against Arsenal or Man City, and then definitely beat Everton as well. That's I think that's a pretty good, um, pretty good return.
1: Just to quickly, because we're going to go soon, I know, but. Um... Earlier I just saw a few people slagging Jesse March. in the Yeah, in the a few comments.
0: comments were saying about it. I've like annoyed him. Obviously I wasn't there, so I don't really no, show him he, too much. He's
1: his body language in it and his and his hand gestures and stuff like that. He's I don't mind I don't mind somebody who's kind of active on the touchline. He was very busy in berating the fourth official and the liner when you know, he's, mm. he's very passionate. I don't I don't mind it when we win if you yeah. had one i'd have thought he was like this spawn of Satan
0: but i don't i don't mind you getting a little bit excitable uh mm. during that could you change. see um could you see emery's celebration from where you were or do we not looking no somebody
1: right i saw in the comments somebody said we should have an emery cam because he he's great value but i yeah. didn't to be honest I was probably too busy kind of jumping up and down and, and mm. whatever what what was it like for, oh, for proper
0: what, proper fist at bumps, the end of the match or for the goals or for the goal I think for Brendier's goal after it, oh, I don't know whether it was obviously they just showed the replay afterwards so I don't know whether it was, when it when it first went in or whether it was from the VAR uh, yeah proper giving it its own round to the stand and proper giving it three or four proper big fist bumps. Um yeah that's it I think isn't it? I
1: think so yeah yeah I think it's oh, um talking about hard bed. Hard that slice of pizza Oh, what? Yeah. I thought I'd lost my phone tonight. So, not, uh, so I enjoyed the win, and I enjoyed the sense of relief when we won. But then it was the kind of the walk, the hurried walk back to the car to see whether I cause I've got, I've got like a hoodie on, a jumper on, my jeans on, a coat on. I've got <laughs> my pants and socks right. as
0: well. Did you have on and shoes?
1: No, nothing <laughs> else, mate. Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was there. It was there in the car. You
0: left it in the car.
1: Yeah. You know, you go through all those emotions. You think, "Well, God, I've got some really terrible photos not not anything CD, <laughs> some really terrible photos on it. I don't want anybody to see all of my. Um, I probably shouldn't say this in case I do lose my phone, but all of access to all my socials, all my my work emails, and all this kind of thought, thing. You know, a very simple to crack password.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is oh, it like, one, two, three, four? Sh-
1: <laughs> I will now be making a lot more secure, and I just thought, oh, so I had a double win tonight. It was, it was a it was a double dub tonight.
0: You, have you got like a have you got something in the notes app of all your passwords for different websites as well?
1: Oh, probably, yeah, they're probably, yeah, yeah let's, let's, yeah, let's what's not you, go we, too much into my security.
0: What's your mother's made a name in the name of your first pet? I'm not telling you, <laughs> good, good decision. Uh, tiddles right. and tiddles. <laughs> cool at night there. Thanks everyone for tuning us live on Friday night, almost turning Saturday. Nice of the weekend, not ruined by the football, isn't it? A um, couple of days to to enjoy the weekend and, and live off a of Villa win. Um, it is Southampton next Saturday, the twenty-first, if I remembered right. Um, I am expecting a child at some point. So whether I'm here for the next podcast or not, who knows. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. I probably won't be here by the time the Leicester game rolls around. I might not be able to go to Villa Park for a while now. The last game I went to feels like ages ago. Wolves might have been my last game. Seeing Neil Bailey miss that at the end might have been the last thing I see for a while in the flesh. It's a shame, isn't it? Stay away, mate, the tonight, So It
1: was a good, good to know yeah, you there. Yeah. So I hope you get well soon
0: thank you very much I'm going to go to bed straight after this so thanks everyone for joining us thank you Matt for joining me uh, if you're watching this on catch up tomorrow leave a like down below and leave a comment and all those kind of things uh, we appreciate you as always and um, we'll be back with something in the week if I'm still working if I'm not we'll uh, work a plan to to maybe do a transfer session or something
1: how old can it be to get somebody to press the buttons we'll get somebody yeah. to do that
0: even you should be able to do it uh, not me right. mate oh, no not, not me <laughs> But John and Ash did the preview yesterday because I was off and at the hospital yesterday. Um, so I said, I'll just treat this as like a trial run for when I'm not here. And as far as I know, that went pretty well. So John and Ash and you between the three of you should be able to cover me for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So it might no, just be well, like a um, deadline day episode and the, the Leicester game and maybe the Man City game. And then I might be back. Um, but yeah, depends when he comes, depends how long I get off and whatever else happens.
1: Get well soon and I know I'll speak to you before then, but good luck with welcoming little Emiliano into the world as well. <laughs>
0: it's um, baby boob car now. That's <laughs> what I'm going with. My, <laughs> my partner actually said when she came upstairs, she said something like, I just sort of went to tell her that we were starting. And she she's like, oh, I thought you'd finished. I was like, No, we haven't even started yet and she was like, Oh, little little baby might see might see him get into Europe and win a trophy, haven't they? And I was like, <laughs> Where did that come mate,
1: from? All I can say is I hope I hope I hope that your little baby loves the boob as much as the rest of us do anyway. We're all massive fans of the boob here. So. Uh,
0: on that note, are we done? We're done, yeah. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, we'll see you again in the week. It's Thank you for listening to Clara and Blue, and Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please do let us know. We love hearing your thoughts and comments. We'll be back soon with another episode, but until then, up the villa.